Welcome to the Shiny Brightly Show. I'm Howard Brown, author, speaker, Silicon Valley entrepreneur, international peacemaker, and yes, two-time stage four cancer patient survivor and advocate. Each episode will take you from resilience to hope and a whole lot more because Shining Brightly does make the world a better place. Be prepared to be inspired. Hello, everybody. Howard Brown, Shining Brightly. So glad to have some really, really good friends here. The Shining Brightly Spotlight is on my dear friend, hey. Dave Leak and Melissa Scott. Welcome. How are you doing today? Very Super well. Super oh, that's well. good. I'm so happy that <laughs> Thank to get you. you guys take the sunglasses off. Dave is, um, is, is, is a longtime friend. I, I moved here from uh, San Francisco in like 2005 and got hooked up to a basketball game. I think it's uh, Norup uh, Middle School Day. We played on Sunday mornings, 830, right and early. And we've been playing ever since. And Melissa's a new friend over six months. Is a, a much bigger story on Dave, our Miracle Man. I got my HB uh, Strong shirt. Dave, Melissa, you got your Miracle Man shirt on? Yes, there you go. Do. All right. This is the story uh, we're getting on here. So, Dave, I just want to introduce yourself, tell people a little bit about yourself, about your business, whatever you want to say. Oh, how's everybody doing? I am, I have been in business for about 15 years, and I run a company called DPR Educational Services. We provide after-school programs and in-school programs, and also um, some supplementary educational programs outside of the school as well. So um, it's been a it's been a pretty good business throughout the years, and um, it's been quite rewarding because I get the chance to hang out with little kids, which is really fun, and also I get the chance to. Um, Educate, educate them more. They're, they're, they're getting their big brains on in my classroom, and I'm really happy about that. I'm so excited. You're making a big difference and uh, big influence on, on young people. I know you do a lot of work in the inner city of Detroit as well, and those schools and your business is growing. That's awesome. I'm, 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 that's one of the things I got to tell you. I'm really proud of you because you're making a difference on, on today's youth and, and kids growing up in, uh, in, the, in the city here and giving them a real chance. So I'm, I'm real proud of you for that. And Melissa, what, what uh, introduce yourself to the, to the group? Well, my name is Melissa Scott, and I am a 24-year veteran principal of an elementary school. And I am actually Dave's best friend. <laughs> After, for about 15 years, and I, uh, we've grown to know each other through education, and I've always had a lot of respect for uh, what he did, and so we became partners, so to speak, in um, ensuring that some of the programs that his company offers is extended through um, uh, community-based programs, educational institutions, um, and outside of that, we were very good friends. We have a lot of the same friends and we just grew closer and closer and closer over the years. So about 15 years, right after he started his business, we became really, really good friends and it just evolved from that. 
Well, I, I can tell you that you guys are glowing because it's 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 amazing. You're giving people a chance. They get and go on and uh, get good grades and be what they want to be and dream and get to college potentially if that's their their, their route. I'm really proud of you for that, and I'm so glad you're here. I want to uh, move move things on a second here because Dave, we uh, I'm going to bring the screens up here, and um, I want you to make some comments on some of these uh, these things here. Let me get that going. Uh, here we got Dave. You're in a tuxedo. And you're looking fit because you're a workout machine. And uh, this is uh, before, okay, the incident that we're going to talk about where you became the miracle man. But you've always been the miracle man to me. You're looking spiffy there, guy. Thank you. Thank you very much. So the reason, uh, Melissa, this is, this, 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 this is your man. This is, this, this is the guy here, huh? Yes, Absolutely. So looking real fly there, David Leake. He looks good. <laughs> and I think this was a road race or uh, some type of, was it, you were, you were, was it a marathon or a bike race? Uh, a triathlon, actually. Triathlon, there you go. So there you go. And the reason I wanted to put that up there is because, Dave, you're the same person I've known for, you know, over, you know, 17 years. You're the same. And so this right here, okay, the ball's going in the hoop, baby. <laughs> Oh, and very, uh, this is us at Norm's Court. Cool. This is a four and four court where we played thousands of basketball games. Yes. You and I, you know, smiling and yeah. up and happy. And so uh, for the, you know, the people watching this podcast, many of them know my story. And I'm a two time stage four colon cancer survivor. I had non Hodgkin's lymphoma when I was 23. And I am blessed and lucky to be living in here. And so I'm going to take you to a story, Dave. And you and I have played in thousands of basketball games. But this one game on June 5th. At probably around 9.15 in the morning, our normal Sunday, playing at Norm's, just the fellers. And we got an interfaith game, intercultural game. Everyone who's welcome, as long as you're not an asshole, <laughs> you can play the ball and pass and shoot. Uh, but we've been playing on this court since I moved here, uh, you know, 16, 17 years ago. What happened, and this is a hard story for me because uh, we made up teams, we're playing. I passed you the ball and you were going to take a layup. You missed, you got the rebound. And you put it back, ball back up again. And unfortunately, uh, you missed again. <laughs> and that's not like you. And <laughs> you turned and looked at me and you said, HB, sorry. And then you made a big gasp and you collapsed on the court. And we didn't know what was going on, but we thought you were having a seizure because I think maybe about six weeks earlier at Dan Butler's court, uh, you had some, some warning signs. And um, I screamed, Norm, Norm Mark, Dr. Norm Markowitz, Andy Markowitz, Dr. Andy Markowitz. I think he's having a seizure. And you don't remember any of this. Not no, you don't remember any of this. I figured. So you collapsed on the court at this uh, right above the uh, near the three point line. And uh, Norm and Andy came right over. They checked your pulse and they immediately started trying to resuscitate you. And it was like in slow motion for us watching. And so uh, we immediately called 911 and we were watching the clock and um, Dan Serland and I ran down the street one way to direct them in. And I think Danny Calabat and Mike Yaker, Dan Yaker ran down the other street if they came in the other way to the court. It was a, it was a, it was an emotional, freaky moment, but it was like in slow motion for us. And all that we watched was Andy just pounding on your chest, trying to resuscitate you. And then the police came first. And then the ambulance came and then they hooked you up to a machine that actually was doing the compressions. And I'd never seen this before, but you've seen it on TV, Dave. They, they, they actually defibbed you. They zapped you. 
three times on that court. Wow. Trying to get your heart going, seeing if you had a pulse. Mm. And I just heard him saying, we got a pulse. It's a light pulse. And then we lost your pulse. And we came to learn, Dave, that you had sudden cardiac death on that court. Wow. You died on that court, man. And we didn't know if, if you're going to live or not, but they eventually got you into the ambulance. And thank God that uh, Henry Ford Hospital in West Bloomfield was just a few minutes away. And it was surreal. You're mm. the healthiest. You're the healthiest guy running triathlons that we know. And it just shows you <laughs> that you never know. And, you know, I look back at when I heard about what happened at, at Dan Butler's court, Alan Bax told me that, you know, that you, you kind of had a little pass out scene there and you had to go get checked out. That was a warning sign. And so, um, Melissa, I, I got to tell you, we ran over to the hospital with the keys and a wallet and, and you know, Dave's car was at Norm's and, and Andy being a doctor went in and, and Tim Samara was waiting to hand to um, your sister, your son and, and, and your, your ex-wife. And we just didn't know. They got you right into the cardiac unit. But Melissa, I got to tell you, where were you during this time? Oh, my Lord. I had just I had been in Costa Rica for about two days. And actually, Dave dropped me off at the airport and we were not seeing eye to eye at the time. And uh, so after being there about maybe 30 hours, I started getting these phone calls. But I, I kept refusing the calls because I figured it was him trying to make up with me because I was pretty ticked off. And so I would not answer the calls. So then at, in the very beginning, he, he even called one of my friends and said, just tell everybody I know that's there in Costa Rica. I said, hello. And about uh, maybe eight hours after that, I started getting um, calls from his son. I said, oh, really? You're going to use your son's phone? I'm still not going to answer. So I wouldn't answer. This is Saturday morning. Sure. So then I got a call from his sister and I'm like, really, you're going to use your sister's phone to call me. I'm still not going to answer the phone. <laughs> and and they, so then um, his sister called quite a few times and I'm like, wow, she lives in Atlanta. How did he get her phone? So I said, well, let me just answer the phone. So I answered the phone and his sister Jackie says, um, Melissa, I'm really sorry to, you know, let you know um, this, but Dave, is on life support. He actually died this morning and he's on life support. Now, the, out, out of the, it was just shocking. It was absolutely shocking. I had no, I, I think I was, um, I just went numb for a second because I just could not believe it. Uh, and I had missed all these phone calls trying to call me to let me know that, you know, this emergency had happened. You know, the joke now is, Howard, that, Dave always tries to one up me. And so uh, so now the joke now is I finally said, listen, this is not going to be my dude anymore. I am so done with him. Quit calling me. I don't want to talk to you anymore. I'm just done. And then he goes and has a cardiac arrest. I'm like, here you go. <laughs> you you one up me again. You one up me again. <laughs> you guys are competitive. I know that. Oh, man. But it, it must have been it must have been helpless so far away, though. You know, it was it was it was such a horrible feeling. And I was there actually as uh, with the, I was congratulating my daughter for graduating from college. And so it was a very special trip with her with her and a lot of my great friends. And immediately 
Um, when I finally got in touch with his mom, I said, well, I'm, I'm on the next plane out of there. I felt really bad because, you know, it was my daughter. We had literally only been there for about 30 hours. So, I, you know, I was I was torn. You know, I had my daughter and, and my family here. And, and then I had uh, Dave that was in in bad shape. You know, I called like every three minutes. It was just unbelievable. And of course, my phone bill is like sky high now, uh, Mr. Leak, <laughs> because uh, that's what I get for not answering the phone. But anyway, so I called his mom and his mom said, uh, Melissa, do not come home. Stay with your daughter. Because there's absolutely nothing that you can do. They will not even let you in the hospital. And so it would be pointless for you to be here. And so I stayed. But Howard, I'm telling you, it was the worst feeling because there was absolutely nothing I could do. I I was calling as many people as I could every two seconds. And at the same time, I was trying to make sure that my daughter had a great time and spend time with my family. And every, every phone call that I made, my sister's a physician and every phone call I made told me that he was, you know, expect that he was going to be gone by the time I got home. And so it was awful. Mm. It was an awful I, I bet. So I'm, I'm switching the slide here. Cause I, and I, I did never heard that before, but Dave, I don't know. This is uh, Alan. And I came to see you. This is in the rehab. There's me uh, actually after my, uh, it might have been my colonoscopy when I learned I had stage three colon cancer. We're both in hospital beds, you know, and, and fighting for our lives here. And mm-hmm. um, you don't remember any of this, but I will tell you this, Dave, the good doctors at Henry Ford, the good nurses, the good staff, they saved your life along with Andy and um, Andy Markowitz and uh, Norm Markowitz. And I, I so, know, there's so your smile. That. There's your magic smile. <laughs> I so, so appreciate that. Oh, man. So th- this is hard because so then, you know, this happens on June 5th and they, they actually you were you were in a medically induced coma. They actually froze you because they, they, they say that if they they, they, they um, cryo preserve, it stops the, you know, the swelling of the brain. OK, we had no idea how much oxygen didn't get to the brain. We had no idea of any of this. And um, you are one strong man. You are unbelievably strong because uh, what you came through. And your 50th birthday on, on, on 30th, I'm going to switch to the next slide, is amazing. So the picture on the left here is um, like that. your 50th birthday with the hoop guys. Not all of them, of course. And we had the T-shirts made up called the Miracle Man. I, I don't know if it was your sister or somebody made up and, and said, Dave's our Miracle Man. Might have been your mom. I, I don't remember. Um, yeah, but we made up was- T-shirts. You had family from all over the country fly in. And we had a great party and, and you walked into that party, which was truly amazing. I mean, for a guy that had sudden cardiac death and shouldn't be here, we should have been going to your funeral and saying our piece. You walked into that very short, 55 days later, you walked into your 50th birthday party. And wow. uh, the, it's just truly amazing, Dave. I am amazing. very thankful. I'm very thankful. Just great. And then I, the picture on the right is unbelievable. Because uh, we're back on the court. That's me next to you on the on the left. And you got Mark Cohen and Al Bax and uh, Brandon. And uh, there's Biz up there, Dan Serlin, Rob Ballinger, Yitzi, Andy Markowitz right there to uh, above us. Uh, and that's uh, Sean Gouda. I mean, these are just some of the guys. We got like 50 guys that we play with. And, and uh, you are back on the court and, it, and I'm back on the court. And, we're, and, and it's, it's a process. It's a process. So t- tell me about this thing, because uh, 
I heard you went and bought yourself a big old uh, birthday present. What'd you, what'd you do? You mean when I uh, bought the car? The truck. What'd you the do? The truck? Yeah. You do? Well, I was thinking that I, I did, because I did not have a car, and I had I had an older car, and it was just kind of given to me because circumstances just kind of had that car in my in my life. I just went out and I said, you know what? I'm going to donate that car and I'm just going to buy a new one. And I went out and bought a uh, Mercedes Benz and it's, it's running it's running really good now. Something he would never have done, Howard. Never have done, but he beat death. I, I think he's more than more than uh, allowed to go buy himself a, a big old Mercedes truck. So I, I just love that story. Uh, I, I think I got a phone call from uh, Melissa and your sister. You know what Dave went off and did? <laughs> I was like, all right. We so, were so mad. I know, I know, I know. But you know what? You, you got. I, I, we did a cancer trip to St. Lucia for me, Emily, and Lisa. Just after all we've been through, we needed some time on the yeah. beach and to relax. Yeah. Um, this right here, I'm going to play a little video here. This is your birthday party when I saw you guys in much happier times, smiling. Take a look at that. Ooh. So she, this is she, your birthday. She, you walked in and I got you on video there and you're all smiling. And, you know, everyone she, she, was so she, happy. She's very cute. She is cute. And I think she well, forgave you. you. I, I, hope she, <laughs> I hope she forgave you after the little fight. <laughs> it was I think it was all a setup, Howard. It was all a setup. <laughs> so. So. So, Dave, I, I want to talk just a real briefly here. So this okay. is me on the right, you know, bald and from chemo. That's Norm's court. This is recently this is uh, indoors at Franklin Racket uh, on a Sunday, wow. recently playing ball with you in the middle. And then this is actually a picture that I didn't know we had. But this is Craig Brown behind me and you behind me. And I use this picture um, with Man Up to Cancer to talk about people's mental health and um, that it's not a weakness. And I know you're working on yours right now. Um, yes. You're working on it every day. You, uh, every physically, day. Physically, you're strong as an ox. But, but you know, after, you know, going through what you're going through and all the stress it causes in you, it, it takes time to get back. You're not even a year out. It yet. does. It does. Yeah, you're not yeah. even a year out. So, um we're, we're both working on ourselves, working on our family and working on relationships. And, uh, you know, your business is going good. You got the big old truck. And I just want people to see that it is possible because we are strong men to rebuild and to put Humpty Dumpty Absolutely. back together again. Yes, Absolutely. we can put him back together again and move forward. That's true. Exactly. And we are moving forward. And so I want to click this uh, next one here. So you actually... Um, when we came to your birthday, you gave the guys that were with you at that time this keychain. And I want you to tell me what, what does Ballers to Life mean to you? And then you said to Howard, and you had it inscribed, you know, from Dave, the miracle man, which you are, but, but God. And tell me what, what, what this means to you. Oh, that means a lot to me. It means uh, Ballers for Life. Just the camaraderie and all the people who came together to play basketball with us, it really is a good thing because, for one, it's a physical activity, and for two, it creates a um, sound group of friends, and I really love that part of it. And so uh, I'm very thankful that you guys 
are playing are still playing basketball with me, and um, it's just a great gift, a great gift to be able to play basketball still after the heart attack. I agree, and Melissa, I got to tell you, this is this just means so much to us. I, I hold this dearly. This this is one of my most valuable possessions. I, I, I actually have it on my desk. I look at it every day as inspiration, Dave, uh, to our friendship and to uh, all of our boys, our hoop boys. Uh, yeah. We'll be playing tomorrow morning at 8.30, yeah. by the way. But this this was truly special. And it commemorates how hard you've worked and, 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 uh, and, and truly the inspiration you are uh, to me and to many, many people. So, well, um, thank you. Well, you know what, Howard? It was a but God moment because I really, after all the years that Dave and I have been together, I always heard about you all, but I had never seen you all. And I did, I never understood the connectedness that you all had. I just heard story after story after story. And so, after this happened, it was a but, a but God moment. And that's why Dave put that on there. Um, and it's it's so crazy. It's really it's just basketball that we're playing, but the bond that comes from that basketball right. game yeah. is really really special. Amazing! It's amazing. We, we have each other's back, and um, you know, listen, we we have a diverse game. We are the model of diversity. We got Jewish guys, yep. Christian guys, uh, African American guys, Muslim guys, Chaldean guys. Yeah, we don't care. As I said, as long as you can play some ball with us, you're welcome. And we've been doing this a long time, and now. When I moved here, oh my goodness, I was young, and now and I'm the old guy, 55 years old, right? And you're 50, but we're still balling. We're still yep. doing it as much as possible, and it's Ballers keeping us keeping us going. And so I'm looking at this smile, Dave, Melissa. Our, our, that, that, those smiles are infectious, and does God shining through us? And I, I am just so happy we could spend a few moments and talking uh, about this because, Dave, I know you don't remember much, but I there don't. were so many people praying for you. Your, I got to know your whole family, your mom and your sister and uh, your son and, and even your ex-wife and Melissa. We were texting nonstop just on your progress. And, and we, uh, and, we are and so thank glad you you're for here. that. I really appreciate it. I really, <laughs> really do. Anyways, I just you know, uh, go ahead, Melissa. We can't. Well, I, I can't say I can't thank you all enough for what you all did, because after this happened, you never really know what the person that goes through this kind of trauma, what they really mean in your life until you have something happen like this. And you're like, oh, my wow, you know, they're way more special than I thought. And then to find out, you know, the, the a life that he was living even outside of ours with all these ballers. And, you know, we used to fuss like, why are you every every week, two or three times a week? What are you doing? But once I once I met you all. Through this tragedy, um, I, I understood why why there's ballers for life, and I understood why he is so connected with you. I cannot possibly thank all of you, the doctors, uh, all the friends. I cannot thank thank you all enough for helping to revive somebody that is so very special to me. And now all of you all are so very special to me. So it's just. It has expanded the friendships. Uh, I could not imagine Dave's life without you, especially Howard. I could not imagine. You have oh. been so very instrumental in his progress. My brother. On him. Got it. You've made sure that you did some things that uh, you did a GoFundMe. You helped us with technology. You've always checked in. Everybody has. You were just 
a, a light that he needed in his recovery because he did he did he did mm-hmm. have a, a severe memory issue. But the fact that you kept mm-hmm. coming and you kept calling and you kept checking on him, it really helped because when um, he could not remember anything. And then when I walked into his hospital room one day, I said, well, Dave, what, what have you been doing? First of all, his um, the part of this brain that was damaged was emote was uh, it affected his mood. And so Dave used to cry a lot. And I used, and I never knew if he was crying because he was happy or sad. But one day I walked in and I said, uh, hey, uh, I guess he has seen you and Tim on the phone. And I, I walked in and he was just crying and crying and crying. And I said, Dave, I said, why are you crying today? And he said, because I just saw Howard and Tim and all my friends. <laughs> so and he was and it was a moment that he actually remembered. He re- remembered your name. And that was the beginning of his true recovery. And it, for me, that was the very beginning that you your name and Tim's name was the beginning. The first day that I can remember that I could tell that he was really getting better and his memory was coming back. Right. So we, cannot... we weren't allowed in the hospital, but we actually um, Dave's mom snuck us up to because uh, of COVID. It can't have only one person. But Al Bax, Alan Bax and I came up to the room. And all I know is that I went down and I was talking to um, his mom and his sister afterwards. And Dave's like, my hoop buddies were here. He's telling everyone yeah. and anyone, anyone coming in, my hoop buddies came. Yeah. He goes, I'm back. I'm going um... to get back on that court. And you know what? He did. And that's he true is. strength. He is true strength and he is a baller for life. And I'm just so grateful. Now, I've got my my book coming out uh, in the spring and I got a website called shiningbrightly.life. If um, if uh, anyone wants to get in touch with you, do, would you want to have come through me or would you like to share a email address? I, I can share it on my Instagram and Facebook if you send me a link or something that I can share. No, no, no. I'll share this. We'll share the video out, but but what, I'll have everyone come through me. If anyone wants to get in touch with them, yeah. with Dave Lee, okay, Melissa perfect. Scott to, to potentially interview them or talk to them, because this is a story that's a truly inspiring. Dave, you, 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 when I, when I was actually on chemo and on the court, you would come up and take me aside and you would say, you know, my sister's going through the same, she's going through treatment. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I said, is she hydrating? She says she's carrying her jug of yeah, water. You did. And I remember this. And, and you always took me aside and you were like, HB, just keep going on the court. It don't matter how you play. And now what am I saying to you when you're on the court? It doesn't matter. You're on the court. On the court. Don't matter how you play. Build up, build up. You'll get back. It's like riding a bike. And um, it takes time. But you're, you're, you're incredible. And um, you are shining brightly in everyone's eyes. I, I, you don't need to one up anybody anymore. And Melissa, you've forgiven him, right? He's forgiven. I have forgiven him. <laughs> I do realize the love that we share. I'll never do that again. And I always answer the phone. Thank <laughs> you. The phone now. So listen, thank you so much for being with us today. We're, we're going to sign off right now and just God bless and, 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 and ballers for life and friends for life. And um, I love you all. I love you both. I love you both. I love right, you. Too. I will see you in the morning. You got it, brother. Thank you. All thank right, you. brother. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shining Brightly with me, Howard Brown. Come interact with me at shiningbrightly.com. And remember, keep on shining.